Welcome to Humans of Twitter, a podcast where we discover the stories behind the people behind the Twitter accounts. People that are interesting, opinionated, and surprising. I'm your host, Steve Mulk, and today I'm speaking with someone who describes themselves as... I no longer read ads! (laughs) (laughs) Is it in caps? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Writer and actor on Marin. My comedy album is called Shame Chamber. Mm -hmm. My podcast is called The Dollop. Yes. Humans of Twitter is their stories, in their words, in a little more than 140 characters. Please welcome today's edition to the Humans of Twitter list, Dave Anthony. Thank you very much. That is one of the best buyers I've read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. People are just... It's so funny. So when I stopped reading ads, I mean, I left, I left Twitter for a month mm. and then I came back and thought, well, I'll just tweet stuff and I won't look at the ads anymore. Yeah. I feel like I'm not really on Twitter mm. anymore because I don't follow anybody on my account. Yep. I, so my, I use TweetDeck so I can pick and choose what I follow. Sure. So I just created another account and I just follow maybe 20 people for like news. Yeah. So I'm just, it's just my, I wake up in the morning and I just read the news and then I'm done with Twitter and I don't look at ads at all. And then the other day I was sitting there with my wife and she's like, yeah, I haven't looked at ads in so in that long. I don't know. I, it just, it just, it's upsetting. People mm. are just mean to you. Yeah. So, and then I get into fights with people that I don't want to be in. <laughs> so, so I immediately read a tweet and it's just like, you're a fucking asshole. Why don't you shut your face? And I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> that's, ex- thank you. That's exactly why I don't read and then the other day, Patton, I tweeted something at Patton, yes. and I wanted to see if he responded, and I went. it made me laugh so hard. And I went back in and looked. I looked at what he wrote, and then down below him were like four people who were like, I've never even talked to this guy. Why am I blocked? Why am I? I I've never done anything. And some woman was like, oh, it's probably because I'm a woman and a Muslim. And I, was just, and I was just like, that's exactly why I blocked you. That statement is why, like whoever you said that kind of statement to, because I... I used to block people when I was reading that stuff. I used to block people when I'd watch them interact with people mm, I knew and sure. they were dicks. Yeah. So I just block people based on. And I think everyone should do this. Yeah. Block people based on their interaction with people, you know, fuck them. Yeah. They don't deserve any part of my world. That's right. I, I've had people send me messages and say, hey, I'm blocked on the Twitter account mm. on on the dollop and my and I, the first thing I think is, well, you're probably a dick to someone, <laughs> and now you're not. Now you're now you're not able to read stuff. This is it's the crazy thing about Twitter because it's it's because of its multi-threaded environment where it's not just um, you know if I follow someone and you know I like them, I yeah. can at times can see you know I can either go looking or I might follow someone else. Yeah. Uh, or you know they follow that weird triangle. If they say something nasty to them, but try and be nice to me. Right. I don't have Why to would you? This. No. And any, I watch people tell comedians they're not funny. Block, block, block. Oh. Like just all that stuff is just there's so many blockable offenses. <laughs> just don't be an idiot. Most people get blocked for being stupid. I mean, that, sure. was, that was the main thing. We just, but in if the you're kingdom just of Dave, that's allowed. Yes. No, I don't want to have I don't want to sit there and talk to someone who's just unread and a fucking moron. Like if you want to talk about stuff that I know about, please, mm. by all means, engage me. And go, but if you want to just be have the base knowledge. Yeah. And then when I start getting into complexities, not understand what I'm talking about, go fuck yourself. I don't want anything to do with you. If you can get into complexities and prove that I'm wrong, yeah. God, God bless, please <laughs> bring it. I, I love, that's great. I think mm. that's great. But yeah, 
but usually generally it's I and now I do it on Facebook cuz I I am a little more on Facebook. Uh but I don't read that as often either. Yeah. I don't think many people do. No, Facebook's weird. I thought Facebook was uh I thought you could go in there and control who read your cuz I hadn't been on Facebook in years, so mm. I thought that you could control who read your stuff, but it turns out they changed it more like Twitter so that everybody can read like so I'll post something and then yep. a guy I know Jerry will put a comment on it and yep. then who everybody who's friends with Jerry can see mm. that Jerry commented and then they go in there and they look and they yeah. read it and then they comment so it's just this whole it, whenever I do something about guns it just turns into this whole oh, all these people I have no idea who the fuck they are and then I just sit there and block them and ban them and then <laughs> like why do, would I care what you have to say yeah. we're, we're on totally opposite positions I don't your position is known I don't fucking care. Yeah. See, we've we've hit a point, at least in, I'll call it Australian Twitter, or the people in Australia that I follow that are media um, journalists or, the, or those sorts of things. Well, that's we, a fascinating thing. Fucking the hell. Jur- the journalism thing is fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've hit a point in Australia where, particularly opinion writers, mm-hmm. um, uh, they won't even engage with reasonable conversation. Right. They are just, you know, I think of a couple who are, you know, the the, the bleeding heart left and blah, 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 blah. That's, mm-hmm. you know, just being rude to them and those sorts of things. And then if you kind of get, it's very spiteful. Yeah. That person might get upset about it. Well, I'm going to block you, you know, left yeah. nut job and have a great day and all, all of this kind of um, very condescending yes. conversation. We had an instance, in fact, this is a weird one. Look, I won't call this person a journalist. They're an entertainment reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, he got blocked by uh, a comedian radio personality, Michelle Laurie, mm-hmm. in Australia. She And she's quite open with her what she thinks and what she says and is happy to hear, same, like you, happy mm-hmm. to hear conversations. But if you're going to, you know, bring right. the idiot... Blocked, yeah, out, yeah. yeah. There's no reason to talk to you. Yeah. He sent her a postcard. Oh, God. Dear Michelle, I don't understand why you blocked <laughs> Part of it is because it upsets you so much. <laughs> it's like the level of passive aggression to take Twitter offline and send someone a note. And it's not the first time he's done well, it. Well, it's interesting that someone like that does it because generally the people are really upset by it. So Twitter gives people without a voice evil, not somewhat even footing with people who mm. have followings. Yeah. So <clears throat> the worst thing I can do to someone with no voice is to block them. Like, because yeah. that, if that all they have is Twitter, if that's the only way, then you just shut the door on them and it's <laughs> devastating. Because yes. if, if everyone who has, because I don't, I don't need Twitter to get my voice out there. Mm. I have podcasts yeah. and my stand up and other stuff. So I think that, you know, for those people, there's only one way to get it out there. And when you just shut the door on them, there's nothing they can do. I've gotten a lot of emails from people, you know. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Why did you block me? Was it we were just a blah blah blah, whatever. The other day, I went into Patreon to see how many people had left, stopped uh, uh, subscribing to sure. Patreon because they they were upset with my, me, and, <laughs> and it was just one person out of like a hundred. I was like, oh. it was just one person that wrote, "I don't like Dave." I was like, that's cool. <laughs> I probably didn't like you, so it was totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but that, again, this is the extension. This is the kingdom of Dave, right? Where. You don't have to like me. That's okay. You're being yeah. honest about it. Have I, a great day. I so don't care if people don't like me. It's weird. You know, the internet, that's the thing with the ads is the internet gives people who don't like you 
this freedom to tell you they don't like you mm. rather than like if I don't like art, I just pass on the art. There's plenty sure. of podcasts I don't like that I just don't listen to because mm. I don't like them. But I don't go to that person and say, hey, your thing sucks. <laughs> yes. There's a guy on a, on a read it. Uh, sorry, Reddit. I always call it read it. Uh, That's uh, all it is. On Reddit, we have a, a subreddit, mm. you know, and some guy just posted yesterday. Uh, I guess not knowing that I'm a moderator, <laughs> I have to keep track of stuff in there. So he posted, man, the last four episodes of the dollops have been re- really bad. And I just think that they've peaked. And, and I was what? just like, I was just reading it. And I was just like, we just live in this society where, where like that, that isn't a valuable opinion. It's not interesting. It's just you wanting to rally other people around you to get everyone to say it sucks. But in truth, like, just move on. Yeah. What's the, yeah, it's, it's not like I, like there's so few times in my life with art that I've felt the need to mm. go. And the, this really, I think I did it with, the, I do it with the star Wars movies. Cause I love flipping those people out, <laughs> but, but but just the idea that you have to go to where that person is to say this sucks. Like, I don't know what that that's to me is just crazy. Mm. I guess you're just looking for feedback or whatever, but I just wrote like happy to happy to lose you. Like, yeah, go. Who cares? There's a button on your podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Says unsubscribe. unsubscribe. Your loss will not be felt. <clears throat> that's it. Bye. I mean, man, I, I, I'm, let's say lucky enough to not be, anywhere near popular or famous enough <laughs> to, to have to deal with that stuff. Like I have the, the thing that, that gets me is because there's no way of undoing it. Um, uh, humans of Twitter is a reasonably new, like not even a year old podcast. Yeah. Um, I've got four whole people that have left iTunes reviews. God, oh yeah. God bless three of them. Yeah. Cause the fourth person. Yeah. was a dick. Was a complete tool. Yeah. Um, what did they say? Steve's a shit interviewer. But he has some really good guests on. <laughs> How conflicted is that person? How well, did he you listen? probably listened because because there was a guest on that he liked, mm. and then he had to listen to you, and you didn't ask the questions that he would want asked. Because <laughs> in his head, there should be different questions. <laughs> Not realizing that's why there are different interview shows because yep. different people ask different questions, <laughs> and so he got mad about that. They got very upset. Yeah, and uh, look, I hope they're having a great day. If they're still listening, that's the best thing. Yeah, it's just like. You know what? People don't realize that not if you're in the arts, 90, 90, 95% of people are not supposed to like you or care about you. Yeah. They're just not. If they did, you know, I'd be the biggest fucking act on the world. And that's crazy. Like, it's just not how it works. So, you know, it just doesn't matter if people don't like you. People, people are the worst sometimes. It's yeah, that's, that's Twitter. It should be called people are the worst. If they don't take that as their tagline, they should at least register the domain name and have it pointed. Oh, please. I was amazed. I, cause I said to Patton the other day, I was like, yeah, I'm off Twitter. And he's like, really? I can't let it go. I couldn't believe how fast he went on there after his wife passed. Yeah. But I guess he hasn't, I guess there's a, I mean, look, there are certainly some crazy things that people have said to him that, Mm. that he's read to me, but, um, and on all media really. Uh, but yeah, he hasn't like, it's interesting. There's lines they won't cross. I think I'm sure some people will. The thing that happened with yeah. um, Robin Williams' daughter was horrifying. Oh, just outrageous! Like 
that's the kind of thing where you just want to go, well, fucking burn it down. Yeah. Just burn it to the ground. I mean, it's just horrendous. Yeah. But he's on there, and he must be managing to... to I, I wouldn't be able to go on there after that. Yeah, I hear that. Because certainly, you know, I'd drive. I'd find out where someone lived and drive over to their house. <laughs> <laughs> Could get very dark very quickly. <laughs> I, I know that he um, published on his public Facebook page um, an excellent explanation of where he's at, he's been at recently. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And and where you know, the, you know, it's time for him to move forward. And these are the things that he's doing to honor mm-hmm. his wife and and those sorts of things. Uh, you know, and how much he loves his uh, daughter. Yeah, um, Alice. And, and that sort of stuff. And look, it, grieving is a difficult thing. And, and this is yeah. the, 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 I think the thing that is lost in the wonderful nuanced land of, you know, people at the worst.com. Um, everybody grieves differently. Yeah. You know? And so if he chooses to do this and do this, that's him working it through. Right. And it, yeah, it can hit you in all different manners. And mm. I, it was weird because, you know, we were, we were grieving here and, uh, I was sure. totally out of it for a while, a couple months, three months. Uh, and it affected the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I realize that because sometimes I go on message boards just to read how people are feeling about certain things, mm-hmm. you know, to get the flavor of if I'm going too dark or from, you know, that kind of stuff. Yep. And uh, there were some people like talking about how Dave's just in a piss poor mood and, and all this stuff. And I, and I just, I mean, I didn't, I don't go, I don't write any of those message boards, but I wanted to just be like, yeah, guys, a friend of mine just died. Mm. I, I don't think, maybe I never talked about it on the podcast. I probably didn't, but no. yeah, it's, uh, but it's like, yeah, no, of course it came through in the podcast. Yeah. It's real life shit. It was such a shock too. I mean, it's, oh yeah, like, we, yeah, we knew that, you know, there was cancer or something horrible, right. you know, processing it. It was just, it was a whole, a whole different, uh, way to experience death. It's, yeah. that's just, you can't really describe it. No. Yeah. How for you, have you, like, how have you processed that? Have you worked through that to? Nothing my my uh, my wife had a lot harder than I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was this weird. So so at first it's like you're concussed. Mm-hmm. You can't like I was standing next to a friend of mine that I've known for about 15 years and I couldn't remember his name. It's like stuff like that yeah. where you're like I don't know what's happening right now. And that went on for a while and then I realized I was depressed and then you start trying to I think work through it unconsciously in different ways. Like I started writing a dollop, the first dollop when I wrote back. I started writing it and then I realized that I was writing about a someone from history who was a very strong woman mm. who had uh who who uh sort of did her own thing and made changes and had a a dot a mother is it mother or daughter had a mother named Alice who died when she was young and I, and then I got halfway through it and I was like oh fuck <laughs> oh, just the fact that that's the story mm. I pick and then I'm reading yeah. and like two days work and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I see what's going on here. Yeah, so it just kind of it just kind of hits you in different ways where you're mm. like, yeah, I was drawn to the story for a reason. <laughs> trying to work through it. But, I, you know, it was just it's just time and it's still I'm still, I think, a little depressed. Yep. You know, uh, and when when we when we because it's still in the media. So. Mm. You listen to certain things. My wife was listening to a podcast and they kept bringing up Michelle and that, and then that depresses you again. So it just goes through these fucking waves and, you know, yeah. we're not even, you know, him, he's in a yeah. whole different, you know, then it's everything. Right. Yeah. Well, it's the, the constant reminders, right? Just, yeah. Being, just being in the house. Right. So that, so that's, what's weirder to us is that, you know, we'll be, we'll be out somewhere and then we'll see Finn playing and we'll be like, oh, fuck, fuck, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, I just think it's, I don't know how long it'll take to, to get past the like mild depression that mm. I'm experiencing, but it'll, it'll fade after a while. Yeah. But for a while I was really super depressed. Mm. Yeah. What, what challenges you in your life, Dave? I mean, it's really weird. I'm in a really weird place because uh, the challenge for me was always uh, getting success. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so this is going to sound weird. So for years, like, no one knew who I was, and I couldn't even get sets in the shitty rooms around town. Mm-hmm. And then Marin happened mm-hmm. and, like, acknowledged for my writing, acknowledged for my acting, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I, in my head, I'm still an open micer. Mm. So when I, <clears throat> so I'm coming to sort of grips with the fact that people know who I am, and when I go on a stage, mm. a lot of that audience knows who I am. So that changes how my comedy goes over. The mm. comedy feels a lot easier to do. I don't feel like I'm fighting. Yeah. So that was always my challenge: was getting up on stage and and maybe doing stuff that might be uncomfortable for the audience, but now they yeah. all know me and they sort of know that I'm a, I have sort of a fucked up background. So when I bring up stuff, like I'll bring up my dad, I want to mm. laugh. Cause it's almost like an inside joke. Yeah. So I'm in this transition of, well, that's not a challenge anymore yes. to, to just get that basic stuff across, yeah. which was a constant battle in, in standup of, of trying to be super honest and not freak out the audience. But now they mm. all, a lot of them to be inside on the joke. So now I'm trying to, switch to stand-up that's more uh, culturally relevant. Mm. Yeah. So I'm doing the thing about guns, which is very uh, challenging wow. for me. Yeah. Well, I, I, I would expect that your audience would be, be looking forward to that because they know some of your stance around Sure. That. Oh, of course. I, I think so, without a doubt. <clears throat> and, uh, and uh, yeah, it's... And then there, but there's also people that are my audience that don't agree with that stance. Sure. And, and I think there's a way to speak to them. You know, while, when I did the first dollops, I did them solo and one of them was about mm-hmm. guns. Yes. And it was really funny because I got two emails from guys who were yeah. like, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm a big gun guy and your podcast made me stop making stupid arguments about guns. Wow. That's made great. me come up with more justified. Yep. Because my whole thing about the their slogans are really stupid. The guns don't kill people; people kill yeah, people. Yeah. And I think on there, I said, "Well, that that answers the question. <laughs> you just answered the question. Did that gun lying on the floor kill someone? That's what that's what that is an answer to." Yeah, yeah. And so I I think it affected some people. Like, oh yeah, no, that is stupid. I should make a so that that would be my goal with this yeah. is to to challenge because people usually just attack. Gun owners, mm. and I don't want to attack gun owners because I know gun owners, and they're fine. It's there's a fringe, yes, and I think that I think that we need to separate the gun owners from the fringe, yeah, and really the fringe needs to the fucking Ted Nugent's are the guys we should be going after, wow, right? Yeah. So I think I can do that. I've never really tried to use my um, my intellect in my stand up. Mm. I mean a little, but it's mostly personal, right? That's what it's always been. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to use my smarts and see what happens if I'm smart enough. See if that works. <laughs> Jim Jeffries did a really good fucking bit on guns though, but I still can't get over the fact that he wears that leather jacket. He's gotta be so fucking hot. <laughs> Every time I watch him I'm distracted by the fucking jacket. I'm like, take yeah. off the jacket, dude. Take You're under man. lights. I it's know. hot. We get it. <laughs> <laughs>
bloody Australians, mate. Oh God. <laughs> I uh, I as far as uh, knowing who you are and understanding you know your career and stuff, uh, only connected through uh, LA Podfest and the Dollop and and, right. and those kinds of things, and that allowed me to. Like, I'd heard of you because of people talking about walking the room. Mm-hmm. And I dived into that, and that was about the time when I connected with Podfest and those things. So it became right. a real catch-up for me to learn about Dave Anthony, the yeah. public figure, and those sorts of things. Um, I'm always intrigued by particularly stand-ups who are willing to share... It's not even... Sometimes it's slices. Sometimes it's larger chunks of their life. Yeah, sure. Because that's the truth they know. And yeah. that's, that's where they source or find a great deal of their comedy yeah compared to um authors who would just sit down and i'm going to write stuff and i might be this kind of writer or that kind Uh of writer and so i'm either gonna repurpose people from my life in in different ways they won't recognize it but i know it or it's really obvious that in the way i've written this this person is that or that's the thing or you know it might be a completely factual book that i've researched and written about such and such and my life connects like this yeah when it comes to to privacy and those sorts of things, you know, how do you how do you draw the line? Well, that in private? I mean, that's sort of why walking in the room ended. Sure. Honestly, it was too it was too open, and at some point, I didn't want to tell stories about myself anymore. Also, we had a look because of the way that that podcast was. It was about our lives and how things weren't going well. And when, yeah. and when things aren't going well, it's much easier to. Yeah. Because then it's more like a therapy session, right? It's, so it's much easier to be open and talk about those things. Yep. But in doing that, we sort of got branded as losers. Yeah. And so my career started going well, and I, I was still being branded a loser. The, there, I'm not going to say all the fans. I'd mm. say I'd say 90% of Walking Number fans are fine, but there was a 10% that were just mean about it yeah. and so I w- and even Gareth when we started doing the dollop he's like why did why did I don't understand why some of our fans are just getting on saying shitty things <laughs> yeah. and I was like it's it's those residual guys from the walking the room so they they played a part in it too mm-hmm. almost like the Twitter thing where I couldn't because it bothered Greg a lot yeah and then it really started to bother me when I started doing well and I was like can you guys acknowledge this yeah because I'm talking about it on the podcast like there's been a shift there's been a change I have a hard enough time coming to grips with it my own <laughs> yes. because of my own, you know, yeah. psychology and my own bullshit and baggage. So I don't need people. I don't need when I when I like, hey, I got a job on Mary. When's that going to fucking end? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. You're just like, it's just taxing. Yeah. So that that was another reason. Like if you are open and honest, the more yes. you are, the more you give those people a weapon. And even yeah. though I think they're playing a part of the joke at some point, you can't tell the difference between a person playing Mm. a part in the joke and someone just being a fucking asshole. Like there's no, there's no difference there when they're, when they're saying that. So, so, uh, so I think there's a, it's funny there. You can be as open as you want when you are not, uh, known comedian. Mm. And then I think you can get, and then I think as you expand and get bigger, you have to retract a little bit. Mm. And then I think once you get huge, Richard Pryor, Patton yeah. Oswalt, then you can go back to being very open again. Yeah. It's a really weird thing, but I think that's how it works in my mind anyway. You've got, um, you know, well, growing opportunities here, as you talked about, work on Marin and, and those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, and a huge 
following in a whole other country. Yeah, it's weird. That you can't catch a bus to. Yeah. I'm actually pitching a pilot in which I'm a star in Australia, but because of a past crime I've committed, I can never visit there. <laughs> that would never stop us. <laughs> so, so I'm... So it just people, I so I can never make money off of it, but I just stare longingly at Australia. I go, wish I could tour there. <laughs> What's it like for you to come to Australia? Where like here you you know working hard, you you're a comedian, you know your stuff's on the rise. People know who you are. Good yeah. good response. You come to Australia, and there's lots of people that are 100 percent Dave. Yeah, you know it's weird. I because the other thing is is like. I haven't really traveled. The thing about LA is, is mm. it's, it's very sort of cynical when it comes to <laughs> to. Uh, yeah. We can wait. The dog's back. Yeah, dog's back. This is good color. <laughs> Dave has a dog. Everyone, if you didn't know, shh, don't tell anyone. Hello, puppy. He was on the last two podcasts. He's barking. Yes. <laughs> oh, I got to meet the infamous Jose. Oh, you met Jose. You yeah. went over there. Yeah. Good cat, right? It, it, crazy cat. All right, nice to see you. Thank you. Crazy cool with a bandana. Yeah. Just lounging. Yeah. And he was he was pretty good. He's a good cat. Right up until the last minute where he decided to attack Garrett's leg. He does that during podcasts. <laughs> he likes to attack something. Do you want to go back outside or are you good? Good puppy. What was the question? What Australia. Australia is 100% Dave, and you have that experience over there where I'm sure you would be elevated compared to your life here. You know, yeah. People know who you guys are. It's really weird. Uh, and, you know, a lot of that's because of Will. Um, that guy. That guy. Uh, um, yeah, it's weird walking down the street. I get recognized sometimes. Um, I've been recognized just from my voice, which nice. is really weird. In yep. an elevator or at a store, people be like, what? <laughs> um I really don't know how to think of it, honestly. Mm. It's because uh, celebrity is something to me that's odd. Mm. Um, oh, and it's cool. It's ludicrous. Yeah, it's really ludicrous. Uh, I don't. I don't get the same. Australians are a little like the podcast. People listen to Walk in the Room. Some of them were. were um, uh, I maybe mean, because podcasting was so new and a little more introverts mm. maybe listen to it, but there were definitely harder conversations on the street <laughs> than uh, Australians are just very nice. Can I buy you a beer? How are you? Mm. Good to see you. Um, so it, <clears throat> it's not that weird at all, but it's definitely weird being known by anybody. Oh, it, it, it's not like it just affects you in in the normal sense, people hearing your voice or, or seeing you down the street. I mean, you guys talked about uh, when you came over to, to Australia, was it last year, I think it was, for your tour with you and Gareth, and a fan worked for the airline that you guys came over on or was involved in the ticketing process and put special yeah. messages, <laughs> yes, messages on your boarding passes. That was really funny. He did it on the way back, but I think we were so tired we didn't uh, we didn't do anything about it. But yeah, he did it both ways. It was God. really fucking funny. We were laughing so hard. <laughs> right on the boarding pass. It was like no, no stop till hippo, I think, and something else. It was really funny. <laughs> that kind of shit's really cool when mm-hmm. that stuff happens. Yeah. Too bad he couldn't bump us up to first class. <laughs> <laughs> Not really trying hard enough, is it? I mean, the nice messages and stuff, but hey. How about something real? Yeah. Come to the party, kids. Well, this time we're traveling. On this tour, we're doing that that uh, airline the whole time. So Nice. There'll be lots of surprises. Lots of surprises, maybe. <laughs> it should be great. What one thing would you change about your life today? Oh. 
I'm not a big regret guy. Mm. Um, I don't know, man. I can't. I, the thing I can't change is time. I wish I had more time. Mm. I just don't have any time right now to do everything I want to do. Yeah. That's about it. If I could carve out more time. Yeah. That, well, that I mean, it's tough, right? I have stuff. I have stuff that I still am trying to do from the Kickstarter. To, it's crazy. Yeah. Because those, we, we made a mistake with those in doing the 10 minute podcast because that actually takes a lot of time to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're still we're still cranking those out. Gareth's schedule's hard because he's getting a lot of work now, so yep. it makes it much harder to get those done. Oh, the so, irony of success, huh? Yeah, well, that's the crazy... Yeah, that's what exactly what it is. It's fucking... It's really hard. So, time. I'm being driven crazy by time. Yeah. But I can't... There's not... You can't actually change time. Get some intern stuff. I know. Trust me, I've been thinking about it. But then I think about getting an intern, and I'm like, how do I explain all this shit to him? <laughs> 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 Look, this is how you sign my signature. Go. <laughs> I could do that, couldn't I? With the ten minute, I could have an intern write them. Mm-hmm. They're only three pages, and it's an opportunity for yeah, particularly the writing turn, whether yeah. it's creative writing or a history student or whatever. Yeah, come to the party, pal. You know what's funny is the people who do write it. They they write them. The reason I started writing them, which is they're interesting and fun to write. Mm-hmm. I, there's a woman writing one right now, and she. Uh, she wrote one and it was really great and she's writing a second one and she's been taking a while. I'm like, take as long as you want. She goes, it's just so fascinating. I keep finding more stuff. I'm like, I know. That's how it works. That's right. It's not just copy and paste from Wikipedia. There's effort that goes into this. There's, oh my God, there's total effort and we don't, you know, after that thing with that guy, we don't, uh, we I write everything now 100% so I don't fall mm. into any fair use battles. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know what the fair use laws are in Australia but that, that concerned me. Like, I know what the fair use laws are here. Yes. And I knew that we were safe based on the lawyers I talked to. Um, but then I was like, oh, shit, this is going out in other countries. And their fair use laws could be totally different than yeah. ours. And then you have some fucking guy suing you, and it's just not worth it. Just patent. Be a patent troll. Just, you know, patent <laughs> podcast. <laughs> just solve the problem, right? Counter sue yes. because he's now doing something that you own the rights to. That's right. But yeah, so we, I also, I, I hate to say this. I mean, look, there's a really good, there are very few writers. What's the guy's name? Uh, he wrote a book called uh, Gert. Have you read Gert? No, I have not. Um, but I don't, I am one of those people who, someone, someone, I, I get, I get um, emails a lot from other countries. Sure. And someone saying, hey, I would like to start a podcast modeled on your podcast. It'll only cost you $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> and my response is always fucking go for it, man. Yeah. It's history. Nobody owns history. I came up with a way to tell people about history. Yep. But I don't own the stories. I know that there are people who think that when they rewrite, when they write a story from history, yes, I call it rewriting, that that's writing. And okay, that's good writing, but it's not like when I write a script or if I actually wrote a book. Yeah. That's a whole different thing, but writing writing something on the internet or or writing something for a podcast that's history that's someone else's story. Yeah, and I know that it's protected by copyright, but you know copyright's a pretty fucked up law and it needs to be really looked at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my feeling on that stuff. So when I hear people say, "Hey, I would like to, I would like to do what you're doing," I go, "Fucking have at it, man." Uh, but Gareth is mine. Yeah, 
Oh, Gert, The Unauthorized History of Australia by William Bayer. It's an Australian history book, and it's fucking fantastic. Excellent. Now, when I come across writers like that, I go, okay, you're doing something really great. Yeah. Uh, but they're so few and far between. Uh, but, yeah, I guess, you know, that's a thing. So it's something we have to watch out for. So now we're taking more sure. caution. I, I write every word now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can understand that because, yeah. you know, it's, it's not like the dollop is a, you know, five people download it thing. There's lots of people interested. You've got right. invested people yes. through Patreon and stuff that are, we want to support you guys. We love what you do, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it becomes a bigger target. Exactly. So Without yeah, a doubt. We cover our bases. It's Dave stuff. The more success, the more successful it is, the more someone will look to take you down. That's yeah. just how it works. So, Trump. You know, after yeah, right after one hundred, after episode one hundred, they're all completely written by us. And look, they were, they were all. There was only one episode that I actually read from someone's, uh, from someone straight from someone's thing because it was mm. such a great story. And I asked that person, but yeah, uh, even though we've been accused of word for word taking people's stuff, that's never actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hear that. I, I acknowledge that absolutely. But the, the people can have a swing, right? Yeah, people can have, have their game. swing. Yeah, Fuck. might as well. Yeah, Dave, you're uh, an accomplished actor. Mm, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what TV show would you love to star in? Fuck, that's interesting because I never really thought about it. I mean, TV show that's on now. Well, let's let's open it up. Any TV show. I Not mean, just on now. I mean, I would love to do the thing that appeals to me is a. Uh, I mean, I love crime shows. Mm. You know, we have Animal Kingdom on now. Yes. I mean, anything The Wire, any of those fucking great crime shows. I mean, yeah. The Nick. Yeah. The Nick would be amazing. Stuff like that. Yeah. I really want to see Animal Kingdom because I loved the film. Yeah. So great. You know, it's it's different. It's for TV, but it's the film mm. is film is amazing. Yeah, Jackie Weaver, so yeah, wow. Like, yeah. I think every Australian looked at her and just went, "That's my mum." <laughs> <laughs> that thing that you just said, then that's my mum. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, it's good. What's the hardest truth you've had to deliver? To deliver to someone else, it could be yourself, but to someone. Hmm, that's a weird one. That's a hard one. That's yeah. a hard question. You asked a hard question. I pride myself wrong. on it occasionally. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> huh. Do I deliver truths? I guess I do. Well, I think I think the I think what I'm doing with the podcast <laughs> yeah. might be the thing. Because mm. I'm trying to and I haven't even gotten there. I'm about to flip the I'm about to flip the switch on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm trying to, because uh, I was, uh, you know, when I don't know how it is in Australia, but when you're raised in America, you're you're raised on lies, right? You're raised on this this false history of what yeah. we are. And oh, this, we've had our just, I'm sure every country does it. Just amazing horseshit. Mm. And then when you get to be a teen, if you're uh, aware, you start to realize, oh, this isn't what it is at all. And it kind of feels like the ground kind of crumbles underneath you sort of mm -hmm. in a way. And I, most people I've talked to have had that experience where they go, oh, this is just all bullshit. Like, this mm -hmm. is just all fucking lies. Uh, so when that was happening, I read a book called uh, the, History, the People's History of the United States by Howard Zinn, which is which sort of, if you read that when you're young, <clears throat> they don't teach it in schools, mm. but it's it's history from the, the, the tread upon people, right? Mm. Yep. It's their view of what America is. 
Uh, and it's fascinating. You know, you learn that, that people who fought in the Revolutionary War lost all their farms, couldn't pay, then then would start riots or rebellions and then be killed. So they were used as soldiers, yeah. and because of that, they lost their livelihood, and then they got angry, and then they got murdered. Like, so stuff like that. So, you, mm-hmm. so I was, I've, I've always been raised with sort of that in the back of my mind, yeah. and I think a lot of people don't have any idea. And I also think a lot of people are very comfortable not knowing that. Yeah. So, uh, I think like, I would say the hardest, the hardest thing I ever did along that line was the Ferguson episode. Mm. That's by far the hardest episode, the hardest thing I've ever sat down and, and tried to deliver to people because you want to do it in a way that's entertaining. Yep. Because that's the problem with our world, right? Is that at least the one in the United States is that, uh, if you come at stuff without humor, it's not real. Mm-hmm. In a way, you're you're lecturing. Yep. But if there's comedy involved, then it's more of a conversation, and people can listen to it and disagree, mm-hmm. but still listen because it's not, uh, you know, just attacking you. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I I think we did it with that episode, but I also think we kind of expanded people's minds about what's. What is yeah. going on and how we got here yeah, and totally. what, what clearly is coming in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Look, you're not wrong that like historical Australia, right? For the longest time, I went to primary school mm-hmm. and got, you know, the 1788, Captain Arthur Phillip landed in Australia, yeah. in Sydney Cove, established Australia. Mm-hmm. You know, white man came to Australia and everything was good. Yeah. Well, well uh, I just keep thinking about them all walking around naked for so long and I just oh. can't get past it. <laughs> for so long. We did so much good things for the indigenous people in Tasmania. <laughs> like have a line of men walk across the state and shoot everything that wasn't white. That's really something you guys uh you guys still get it's like America, you know. I I've been uh, testing so I've been doing little bits of the show that I'm going to mm. do around town and um and I test I test certain things like I grew up in a very white place. We had a kid that had a, a black dad and a white mom. That was like the, the only only minority kid for fucking miles, just all white. And and I tried to and I, I have a, a thing I talk about and I tried to bring him up in the show just mm. to see what would happen. Because he stole a porno mag from me when I was eleven. <laughs> yep. And I wanted to be like, Of course it's the black kid, right? Which is of course crazy and hilarious. Yeah. But the audience just went <laughs> Oh. So you just have to go there and see, yeah, yeah. And see if they'll go along with it. But yeah, it's the same fucking shit because that's they were raised to, you know, off of everything's good and happy. But the truth is, I can't deal. <laughs> Did their sphincters relax? No, they never went back. <laughs> they were. I lost a few of them for the rest of the the set. Yeah. yeah, but you guys have the same thing. I notice if you bring up any indigenous stuff, people. <sighs> Well, there's elements of that, right? The big controversy in Australia just recently is uh, the New South Wales school board, whatever they call themselves, I don't know. They've just determined that they are amending their history, the Australian history component of their history stuff, to reflect that uh, effectively 1788 wasn't us white people discovering Australia, that it was us turning up and invade someone them. else was there yeah. yeah it's an invasion us moving in and saying yeah. screw you guys we got bigger guns yeah uh now controversy of course as you'd expect <laughs> conservative commentators went nuts 
people are rewriting history. It's yeah, like, well, it is rewriting history because yeah. the history is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the amount of kids that that's actually going to affect was like two or three hundred. Oh, my God. Because it, it's, it's a, a senior high unit that was... Oh, really? Elective. It's not even statewide? No, no, no. It's an elective... <laughs> So, and you're, it's a unit within that. So you have to, your, your teacher has to choose to, it's that kind of stuff. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, come on. The world is ending. <laughs> they just, they just can't have it changed. It just can't be, it can't be different. Oh, and we glorify Bush Rangers because. Oh part, boy, do you? Fuck you. Love those oh, guys. Oh man. There are some fucking. All the stories. They were some monsters, but also, you know, it's a complicated, your history is just super complicated. Mm. <clears throat> Look, I'm I'm also learning as I'm researching ours is that we also had slave ships, which no one talks about. Mm. You guys were started because we had a revolution and they had to put the slaves. So, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the prisoner ships, not slave ships, mm. prisoner ships. That's why you guys were started, because we stopped taking prisoners. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's something that's never, ever fucking talked about. You guys are the prison people. Yeah. But but your history is very um, difficult to wrap your head around. Because it's it's prisoners and then colonies and there's soldiers and then are the soldiers worse than the prisoners? <laughs> yes. What's happening and then and then there's a reverse where a lot of the prisoners are put in charge of the yeah. soldiers and your mind because you're because uh, in America a prisoner is fucking bad and a nightmare and you don't that person never becomes anything else. Yeah. But then you read and it's like, well, that person actually went to prison because they stole a handkerchief. And you're like, OK, now my brain's all yep. fucked up. So so the 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 sort of getting a grip from being from another country, the, the getting a, a mental hold on on how that all works is mm. extremely difficult, even when you read a history book, because yeah. in your history books, it's very just casually discussed as if yeah. you guys all have an understanding of what it means. But from someone else looking in, it's insanely alien yeah you're just like i don't know what you're fucking talking about right what do you mean the prisoners they were doing what they were walking around and they had a <laughs> fuck what's happening the prisoner stole a pig you're like how did, how did, the, how did that even happen why is he out right. he's supposed to be in a prison what are you talking what do you mean he was in charge of other people like it just you can never even today i'm still trying to figure out how it all fucking pieced together oh don't even start then on the fact that you know Australia's modern-day immigration argument, oh my god, that is taking place is that thing is that's outrageous, a, crazy. That's shit some going people on. have said do a dollop on that. I'm like, guess what? You can't, it's, right? Because we have two rules: uh, no serial killers mm -hmm. and no crimes against children. Yep. And what's happening in your immigration? Uh, that, th that's that's a crime against children. Totally. It's a it's just oh, it's a abhorrent. it's a mass crime against children. There are. Yeah, the shame around that is incredible and that our government doesn't recognize it is phenomenal. It's really, uh, <clears throat> look, we are, we're heading into a really weird place mm. as, a, as a world with the climate change and that's going to be really prevalent. Like yeah. people trying to get out of their countries, particularly, you know, Southeast Asia is going to have a shitload of fucking problems. Oh, the Pacific, man, screwed. <clears throat> There's already countries talking about they've lost a meter and a half of their country. Yeah. And then, and then I think I read, you know, there's going to be the massive floods, drought to flood, drought to flood yeah. in Southeast, well, India for sure, Bangladesh. Yeah. 
there's just going to be waves of people trying to get the fuck out of where they live yeah. and trying to find other places where also it isn't a great place to go. So <clears throat> I keep saying people keep talking about Donald Trump building a wall. I'm like, build a wall and call it the environmental wall because at some point you're going to build that wall. Mm. It's man. I look back at Australia's history of immigration, and while we maybe we did some bad things, there's no question. Yeah. There's also some amazing times, you know, when the gold rush opened up in Victoria. Right. Doors wide open. Hey, everyone, come on in. And we had an influx of people from, you know, China and Japan and Asia. Everyone's coming to make the... <coughs> but didn't you have fights between Chinese and... Oh, there was absolutely... <laughs> of course, because we're idiots. Right? But then once once that kind of got settled out, <laughs> yeah, then, then they realised was... that the enemy wasn't the guy digging next to me. The enemy is the corrupt soldier police officer oh God. that's trying to take you know more than the reasonable amount of money out of what I find. I would love it if America ever got to that point. Man, the Eureka Stockade, still the, the flag for it, yeah. I guess not unlike the Confederate flag for America, yeah. stands to represent some incredible things, but some really horrid things. Oh, really? That people hide behind. The Eureka flag is, they use that, the, the flag for the Eureka Stockade. I've seen some places use it as... Um, like uh, the the flag that they hold up at there, you know, we don't want any, you know, people coming in here yeah. in Australia and blah, blah. Right. You know what that's about, right? That flag <laughs> is not that. <laughs> it's not about stopping the dudes coming in from other countries. Yeah. It's about fighting the man that was ripping you off. And, oh, fuck. But at some point, the flag, like, like people say that about the Confederate flag, you know, it's just about states' rights order. But at the end of the day, you're... F- your flag has been co-opted. Yeah. Uh, like the, the swastika used to be a, a thing about nature and, you know, and yeah. the earth. And, and it's sorry, you lost it. So yeah. the Confederate flags, you, you guys lost it yeah. to whatever you think Hollywood, it was. You lost it to Hollywood as soon as they put it on a car. <clears throat> yeah, it's down. all, it's gone. It's now it represents racism and that's, yep. what you, that's what you get. And there you go. Shit changes. Sorry. What are you going to achieve in the next 12 months? Uh, I hope I did another show in in uh, Melbourne at the mm-hmm. festival. Right. I, there's so many people trying to get in, though. Hopefully, I can get in. Um, Twelve months. I want to have uh, a show uh, bought and it, making a mm-hmm. pilot. Yep. I have a couple ideas. One based on me, and then another one. Um, is that it? Might be a new podcast festival starting. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I don't. Th- I'm, I need to. I need to start whittling down what I, do, what I, what I am involved in. <laughs> I've been trying. I've been promising my my agent a script for like a year. The doll takes a lot of my time that uh, hinders my. <laughs> Bless you. The doll takes a lot of my time that hinders my show business career. <laughs> But at least it's taken off. Like it's really going well. Yeah, and, um, we're not doing it for free now, right? Not doing it for free. We're and we're and we're yeah. That I mean, uh, honestly, if the Patreon thing hadn't happened, I might not still be doing it because <laughs> it's exhausting. Or yeah. it would just be totally infrequent. You know, it'd be like I put up another one, but it's super exhausting. So the money, the money helps keep it going at this point for sure. Because at, at for anybody, right? There's a trade-off in effort, reward v return. Yeah. And, and I, I'm an adult and I have a child and a wife, so I, I do have to, yeah, I have to bring home some money and, yeah. Yep. yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah. no, I acknowledge that, yeah, there's, it's the time thing again, right? There's only so many yeah. minutes. It's and crazy. Layering your personal responsibilities and things that you love. Yeah. The work things that you love, the things that you work that you have to do. Yeah. 
That's a lot. Still go to sleep. Still have to sleep. I'm getting about five hours a night. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I got four. But that's what my average is right now, five. But I also, it's also because I, as soon as I, like if I, I used to be able to wake up and go back to sleep, but now I wake up and start thinking. Yeah. And then it's over. Done. Yeah. Whatever, whatever I'm working on, whatever project I'm working on. If I'm, I'm last night, I had a business. Yesterday, I had a business disagreement with, with someone, and then I woke up this morning. I'm like, fuck. That's what that was about. Motherfuckers. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Thank you so much for the chance to speak with you today. Uh, please know the things that you've said are very special and you're highly valued. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's been excellent to chat with you. You are, well, you're on Twitter. I am on Twitter, <laughs> but I don't read ads. <laughs> Do you can't have, contact me through Twitter. <laughs> Do you have other social accounts you would want people to know about? Other social? Well, I'm on Instagram, uh, mm -hmm. Dave underscore Anthony underscore. Um, I, you can have a Facebook page. I, I think I'm more involved there. Unless, of course, you're banned. Unless I'm, yeah, unless you're banned. There's some people that are banned. Uh, I think that's all I have. I try, I tried Snapchat, and I was mm. like, well, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Are you on Snapchat? No. No, it's just so, it's just like, really? We're going to get this ridiculous with... I opened up Instagram the other day, like yeah. yesterday, and there was this new row of things across the top. Oh, I saw that. I hate it. This Instagram stories thing, and someone explained to me, uh, that oh, it's just like it's Instagram's play at Snapchat, and I went, I'm not on Snapchat because right. I don't understand it. Right. Don't bring something like that into my Instagram. No, I'm only and just I and I accidentally get. keep tapping it, and it brings up something. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I know. <clears throat> I don't get it. No, I don't want it. That you, you know, what? Instagram, you be Instagram. Snapchat, you be Snapchat. <laughs> but they're losing. But then they they're losing people to Snapchat, and then they're like, now we with this, our stock is going down. Cool. But they're apparently they're both just becoming the other. Is what I've read. Well, how long before Facebook by Snapchat, right? Oh, right. Because that's Instagram is already owned by Facebook. Instagram is owned by Facebook, isn't it? But yeah. they, but they didn't change it really, right? They just left it. Allowed for easier access for you to sign in with your Facebook account and link those. Oh, things. that's what it was. And and of course, all of the stuff that you sign into when you sign into Instagram becomes Facebook's data mining property. And of course, yeah, you know, because that's the money. The money's in the data, right? right. You know that. Yeah, it's all data. Yeah, you can't avoid it at this point. Just give in to the data mining. It's all over. What was the movie I just saw? Is it the oh, the Born? Have you seen the new Born? No, not yet. <sighs> that's happening. Just the technology in there. You're just like, oh god, <laughs> we're just so fucked. And it's all true. Just how yeah. quickly they can track people down. You're watching. You're going. Oh, well, of course, this is real. It's just awful beyond words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it actually ruins the movie because there's a point where he does something and you're like, well, you've already shown that he can't do that because of the technology. <laughs> but never mind, I won't tell you that. <laughs> oh, God. This has been Humans of Twitter and I can confirm that at Dave Anthony is indeed human. Barely. <laughs>